What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. This week, we have an awesome show for you with our first ever interview, Matt Rambo. Sarah and I are also recording in person for the first time, and I got to meet Freddie. So let's have a great show. Let's go. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> it's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. Y'all know what time it is. Uh. Uh. Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitating. Woo. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton. I am joined in her childhood house by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, hello from across the room. (laughs) Hello, you look lovely over there. Thank you. How are you? Living the dream. Living the absolute dream. How are you? Dude, I've had the most stressful week, literally, of my life. As most of you know, I moved this past week from Portsmouth to Boston, and anything and everything that could go wrong, like, kind of did. Like, like what? Okay, Sarah. <laughs> so I'm pretending like I don't know. I mean, you know most of it, but, like, yeah. not all of it. So my week started off on Monday. And Monday was, like, my last day to pack, get my stuff together, because Tuesday we were getting our U-Haul and then packing my stuff and then parking Mm -hmm. it outside of my new roommate's house and then moving them in the next day. And I walk outside in the morning to take Jackson. This is the first thing that happened. This is, like, how I knew my week was going to go to shit. I walk outside, and there's a fucking dying chipmunk outside (laughs) of my house. And it's, like, already being attacked by bugs and shit. And I'm like, fuck, okay. And it's, like so sad and like squirming around and I could tell something was like not okay with it so I like got a box because I was moving so I had boxes it worked out and I grabbed this thing and I like call everyone I know first I called Danielle <laughs> Murr um and because she does like the animal rescue stuff and I was like okay like mm-hmm. who should I take it to called like 20 different people couldn't find anyone to take this fucking squirrel thing <laughs> off of my hands so I drove to Maine and dropped this thing off at like a wildlife center you and went to Maine? I drove to fucking <laughs> Maine to save a chipmunk, Sarah, on a day that I should have been packing. And so I did that and then, like, left my info and they were like, okay, well, here's, like, the number so you can look up and check on your chipmunk. So I went to fill it mm-hmm. out and they were like, you can pay $5 to check on your animal. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll pay the $5. I drove all the way to Maine. I want to know how this thing turns <laughs> out. And they called me today and they were like... So, we have bad news. And I was like, as if I haven't had the worst week already, what's up? And they were like, she had spinal cord trauma and died. And we had to put her down. And I was like, holy fucking shit, I did not need that today. So, that's how my week started. (laughs) Hot start. All right. All right. Rest in peace. Hot start. R.I.P. to what I thought was Chase and now is a nameless rodent. Um, (laughs) so, and then Tuesday, U-Haul calls us an hour before we're supposed to pick up like a 15 foot truck and they're like, yeah, we overbooked. 
and it's like the 31st within hours notice and you have to be out of your apartment on the 31st and into your new apartments on the 1st. So that threw us for a loop. Then we were supposed to have, we will get into most of this in our interview, but we were supposed to have this interview last night. So we scheduled our internet to show up to set up at 3.30. They show up, I get in, and the internet guy comes and he is talking to me and then the maintenance man comes in and they start yelling at each other in Spanish and they get our landlord on the phone and then they all walk outside and start screaming at each other. I wait like an hour and we have no internet. Sarah and I are supposed to be on at what, like six, right? Yeah, like 6.30 yeah. to test things out. So I drove around Boston for an hour trying to find somewhere that had internet that I could use and that was quiet enough for us to do this interview. Didn't happen. Get in my car. Can't connect to the Starbucks internet from outside. My hotspot's not working. There's no Xfinity spots available. The rain is so loud for recording because that hurricane hit us. And Sarah calls me. And she's like, our inter- our, inter- our interview just canceled. And I'm like, awesome. I mean, like... Usually I'd be like, what the fuck? I just wasted a night or put makeup on for no reason. But I was like, thank God. And then this morning, I wake up to someone banging on my apartment door. And I'm like, ah, it's probably just like FedEx or whatever. And then I hear people inside of my apartment talking. (laughs) And I get out of bed and I go out there and there is this large like Samoan man in my apartment. And he's like, hi, I'm your new roommate. And he's like waving at me. And our apartment's a fucking disaster just because we had to get everything inside (laughs) and out of our old apartments. And he's like, hi, I'm your new roommate. And the dogs are freaking out. And he's like, "Um, can you put your dog in your room? It's going to attack me. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? And why are you in my apartment? And he's like, I'm your new roommate. I'm like, the fuck you are. And I start screaming at this guy. I'm like, get out of my apartment. And he grabs a maintenance man. And the maintenance man is in there. And I'm like, I don't know who you think you are living with. Get out. I literally looked at this man and I was like, get the fuck out of my apartment. And he like is like trying to argue with me and I'm like, get out. And he like shuts the door and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like how did he even get in here? Turns out we had a code that he knew to get into our apartment. And an hour later, I hear someone knocking on the door again. And I'm like, okay. So I get up and there's someone sticking keys in my door and I'm like what the hell is going on so I open the door and I guess like the old property manager is now outside with this guy trying to argue with me that this man is living here and he's like is this 89 you know I'm not gonna say my street name and I'm like yes (laughs) and he's like yeah he lives here and I'm like this is not your fucking house get off my porch and I shut the door and so the worst part of it is is that I leave like two hours later to go get breakfast and this man is moving into 90 our address above me after i threatened him and he is now my new neighbor and he is absolutely terrified of me you know what that's for the best it's better that he's terrified of you than you are of him (laughs) that's true that is true i kind of i kept the internet updated all morning just because i genuinely thought this guy was like a meth head or something and now i feel like i need to take a selfie and be like well guess who my new neighbor is (laughs) no you asserted your dominance and now maybe you guys could form a cute little friendship and you'll laugh about this one day (laughs) 
I just love how he was like, can you put your dog in your room? I think it's going to attack me. Like, you're a stranger. I hope he does. You just broke into his house. Like, <laughs> what? You just broke it, Enzo. <laughs> and the best part was is that there's so much shit in our living room that the dog could not get to him even if he wanted to. Like, he was trapped. <laughs> like, my dog's not going to attack you. And, like, you don't live here. Who are you? But now he's my freaking neighbor, and I threaten this man within five minutes of meeting him, but he broke into my apartment twice and does not live there. <laughs> so that's how my week started. Um, anyways, I'm sorry for rambling for, like, eight minutes, but I feel like I need to update people. Sarah, what are you drinking? Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking a White Claw watermelon seltzer. Good, wow. Very good stuff. Had it before. They're great. <laughs> um. We are not yin and yang of podcasting this week because I am also drinking a watermelon white claw six feet away from you. But the difference is, is that I pre-gamed mine with a dry scoop of pre-workout. Yeah, this, I have no pre-workout. This is just good old white Do you claw want some? Raw. No. Are you raw dogging a white claw over there? I am. <laughs> I think Sarah's parents can hear me, which is the best part because this is going to be an absolute shit show of an episode because I can see her. <laughs> um but yeah i'm honored to be in you. sarah's I house look at you <laughs> freddie hates me <laughs> i literally hate you <laughs> i sat down on the floor with sarah's dog like the second i walked in and he did not give a fuck he was just like i'm just gonna sniff your bag because it smells like your dog and i'm gonna go upstairs because you're loud yeah. Well, my sister just made a grilled cheese, so oh. he had business to attend to. He has priorities that I can relate to wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Sarah and I are in the same house. It's pretty sweet, except she is leaving me to go away this weekend. Sarah, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to Philadelphia for the PLL semifinals. Very exciting stuff. Okay, what what is your preview of this weekend? Who you got? Score predictions? Um, give me all the things. Okay, so oh, I just got a Bumble email. Sup? Ooh. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so for water dogs, whip snakes. Hell yeah, whip it snakes. As much as I want to go water dogs, which is going to be very controversial of me to say later on in this episode, <laughs> I do. I do think the whip snakes are going to prevail just because they always fucking win. Gang, gang. No fun. But yeah, I think it'll be whip snakes. I think the more exciting game, to me at least, will be Atlas Chaos. And I have Atlas, even though they did just beat out the cannons two weeks ago. I think I have picked the Atlas as my playoff team, which may be a kiss of death to them because every team I've rooted for so far is eliminated as soon as I say that. So I'm very sorry to the Atlas in advance, but I just really like Jeff Teat, so <laughs> I'm going Atlas. Okay, I've seen a lot of people tweet about him on lacrosse Twitter. I feel like I'm, like, a part of, like, lacrosse Twitter now. I don't know. <laughs> Who is, like, if, if someone's going to watch a game this weekend, you said that they should watch the second game, right? Well... I feel like it is worth – you should watch both of them since Obviously. they're going to be playoff lacrosse, whatever. But, like, Whip Snakes, Water Dogs. Water Dogs have Michael Sowers coming back, which that's going to be a good one to watch. And also the Whip Snakes in general are just – they're fun to watch. I hate to say it. They're really fun to watch. You know, Zed Williams, Matt Rambo, whole crew there. But then <laughs> Atlas, 
I just love Jeff Cheat. I think he's going to be MVP. He's also a rookie. They have a super young team. And I just want the Atlas. So sorry to them because you're probably going to lose now. I am very much cheering you on. So you think <laughs> it's going to be Atlas Whip Snakes? I think so, yeah. Okay. And who do you think? Well, we'll 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 preview that later, but what are you yeah. are you doing anything else in Philadelphia other than that? Are you going to any restaurants? Have you thought about it? Are you going out or are you just lacrosse and lacrosse only? I'm definitely going to go out. Hell I yeah. have heard many different recommendations now. Although most of my recommendations were just about me getting cheesesteaks, which I know that is a big Philly thing, whatever. I'm not a big cheesesteak person. Hmm. I don't want to admit that when I'm there. I'll try one. What about like a chicken cheesesteak? They do like chicken fillies, right? Do they? Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you like hot sauce? I know they have hot sauce on them. Yeah, I love hot sauce. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, get a chicken Philly <laughs> cheesesteak. Okay. Also, we're watching The Parent Trap and Mute in Sarah's basement <laughs> while we're recording this. It's my favorite scene right now. It's the one where they put the lizard in the girl's hair that's, like, dating their dad. And I'm like, this is so me as a kid, and I love it. Um, but Sarah and I were talking about this movie, and it's such a good movie. If you don't like this movie, you're just wrong. Um, but, Sarah, is there anything else you want to preview for the PLL? I mean, I know you're excited to go, but we have to get food reviews when you get back. Because if you get a chicken filly, I want to know about it. Yes, I will definitely get food reviews. If anyone has any more, like, touristy stuff I should do, I did get some recommendations. None of them really piqued my interest. I'm not going to lie. I have no interest in seeing the Liberty Bell. (laughs) I'm going to be upfront about that right now. Okay. All right. Well, we have our first ever interview that we teased earlier this week on socials. So, without further ado, let's see who our special guest is. All right, so we have our first ever guest on Saturdays and Seltzers here with us, Matt Rambo of the Whip Snakes. Thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. It's an yeah. honor to be your first guest. Wow, yeah. So I'm a Whip Snakes fan, just so you know. <laughs> love, so I'm, I'm to hear gonna... that. All right, perfect. What about you? <laughs> um, not so much. But... I was well. I am a Cannons fan, but now I am looking for a playoff team to follow. I was thinking more the Atlas, though. (laughs) That's all right. You know, you can't have them all. We actually have the least amount of fans, I think. You think so? Ah, probably. But that's all right. We like it that way. Sarah told me you guys are kind of considered to be (laughs) the Patriots of lacrosse. So how do you feel about that? Uh, I just think people think that's just because we won the last two years, but it's not like we dominated the last two years. We had a lot of close games and everything, but uh, we, we, we come up big on big games and close possession games. So it's uh we have a great locker room. We have fun. So I don't think we're the Patriots. We didn't win that many championships yet. But you want to be the Patriots then. I mean, they do have a great dynasty. I'm not a Patriots fan, but I respect what they have. So uh, yeah, that would be cool to have a dynasty. I think we need to win one more to be at the dynasty. So you're from Philly. I heard you are the king of Philly. Are you an <laughs> Eagles fan then? I'm all Philly. Eagles, all Phillies. Philly. Yeah. Okay. Sixers. Well, there you oh. go. That's why you, that's why you said you like my hat. Cause you guys stole Gardner Minshew from us, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, we did. He's not starting though, but you know, no. we could, we could use him. He's a good backup. Jalen Hurts. You never know what's going to what he's going to do. He's a running kind of quarterback kind of guy. So we'll see what happens. 
And you bought a house yeah. in Jack's Beach? I bought a house in Jack's Beach. I'll be a Florida guy now. Well, all wow. right. You said buy Lynch's Pub. Have you been to Lynch's? Oh, it's my favorite bar down there. Best live music, great drinks. The, um, you know, the Gatorades, uh, whatever they are, whatever kind of Gatorade you want. You know what I'm talking about, the Gatorade mixed oh, yeah. drinks. Now it's not just a Gatorade. Yeah. Like actual so, Gatorade? Or like... No, it's like uh, whatever vodka, yeah. like house oh, vodka, um... whatever. And then they just put like a little bit of sour and mm -hmm. I guess whatever flavor vodka. And it tastes yeah. exactly like, like a blueberry Gatorade yeah. or orange Gatorade mango, whatever you want. It's like, uh, it's a little addicting. Yeah, I made so many of those when I was bartending my way through school at Auburn. But I know you like to go out because somebody got a little sauced last night so and couldn't do our interview so how how was your night last night i'm just down the beach with my family i'm taking care of business during the day and uh we we had a little fun at night my family my brother's here we have a lot of friends and family here so like fun yeah we had a lot of fun and uh it's close to game time but uh you know no more no more drinks for the rest of the week Oh, now, now you're clean up until. <laughs> no, I'm clean up until Sunday. I was going to say, I can't name another sport where I think like three or four days before a playoff game, people are out getting hammered with their family. So that's, I mean, that's kind of uh, sick. Uh, you know, we just had a couple of drinks and I didn't want to end the party. It wasn't yeah. hammered. You can't we'll be say. that guy. No. What's, no. what's a couple drinks for Matt Rambo? <laughs> You know, we just had a couple high noons and uh, <laughs> yeah. we, 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 I didn't want to stop and go do the interview while they're all listening to yeah. music, playing cards at the table. So no, you get FOMO. Had to, you know, I get FOMO and then they're <laughs> all loud and I don't want anyone coming in the room and trying to hop on the podcast too, which would <laughs> Why actually not? be great. <laughs> so, uh, tonight's, oh, a, tonight's a quiet night here, <laughs> just dinner and we're going to keep it low, play some golf in the morning. Well, I have to say, thanks for the follow back on Instagram. I'm definitely going to need a selfie of you and Sarah this weekend. But since <laughs> this is a seltzer podcast, I need to know what your favorite seltzer is. Um, I mean, I think White Claws are the best. I mean, I don't know. Would you Valley consider choice. a high noon a seltzer or I not? I do. So. Yeah, I think so. I do. I, high noons are probably my favorite than White Claws, but... Okay. Um, yeah, high noons are my favorite. I, I think they're the best taste and it's a mixed drink, I guess you can call it. Yeah. So I'm more of a vodka guy. So I like that. All right. That's are you guys, great. are you guys little white claw girls or high noon or <laughs> Sarah's white a white claw girl. <laughs> Sarah's a white the claw basic girl. basic white girl drink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so <laughs> I have probably the most important question you're ever going to be asked in an interview. I am right. new. I'm new. I'm new to lacrosse, so I'm trying to figure it out. And I need to know how big your stick is. <laughs> uh, Forty inches. Okay. Okay. So size matters. Size matters. All right. That's see. I told you it was the most important question you were ever going to be asked. But if you had any advice for people who are trying to get into lacrosse, yeah, that's like my first myself, question. I, there you go. That was the first time I ever heard that one. I like it. Um, but so right to it. yeah do you if you had any advice or like a way for people to get into lacrosse like myself who were trying to get into it what would you say uh everyone used that analogy it's like the fastest two game on feet which is it's true there's a lot of big hits there's a lot of goal scoring there's a lot of shit talking going on uh, you know I play indoor as well as outdoor 
and indoor is the same thing as hockey, where you're just playing up. There's fights in there. You, you're allowed to fight. Um, I think the indoor game is crazy. It's more of a party when you go to a game. There's music playing the whole time. You're in an arena, so it's a little bit faster paced back and forth. Um, outdoor, outdoor is a party, too. You can see you go to some of these games. It's a party. This weekend is going to be is nuts. I know my parents and all the Whip Snakes family has a huge tailgate they do in Philly every year, like they did two years ago in championship. I know right now I talked to the ticket guys. I know there's like 15,000 tickets already sold. So we're going to, it's going to be popping there. And, uh, you know, if you like action, you like fast and you like contact, if you like a mixture of, you know, hockey, basketball mm -hmm. combined, then you'll like lacrosse. I mean, in the pros, there's not a lot of penalties. These guys are chasing us with six foot poles <laughs> and they, they can swing in, they can hit us as hard as they want pretty much. So it's, uh, it's intense. It's fun. So it's, it's fast growing sports. So I think it's going to get more popular every year too. Now I have a question. Cause I know a lot of people say the field and box is like completely different games. How do you right. feel indoor impacts your like game, like as a player on the field? Like, do you think the two translate at all? Yeah, definitely. I just started playing indoor uh, two years ago. I never played in my life. I got picked up by the Philadelphia Wings where I'm from and they needed a third lefty and they pretty much were like, you need to figure it out. So the tight, the space is tighter. Mm -hmm. You learn how to use your body more. The nets are four by four or four and a half by four. I set up six by six. So obviously they're a lot uh, tinier. It's just you're, you, you have to catch everything. Everything's so much tighter. It makes your game so much better. Like um, how I put it was, you know, when I first was in the MLL, I was like a top 12 point scorer. And then the last two years, I was the top point scorer in the PLL. Yeah. Not this year. I, I was out a couple games. I had a broken hand. But other than that, it's been um, it, it's helped me tremendously. It helps me grow the game and keeps me in shape all year round so I don't have to be training all the time. <laughs> you can drink those nooners, too. That's right. <laughs> so I kind of heard that people might give you a little bit of shit for going not going to Penn State and going to Maryland. What? How did you choose to go to Maryland? Uh, it just was a right fit when I went there. Penn uh, State wasn't big in lacrosse yet. They just kind of got big the last couple of years. Um, Maryland was – it's just you have a good feel. They're a blue-collar feel. Yeah. And that's how I grew up, blue-collar. My parents are young still. Um, they're both in their 40s, 48 and 49. And, uh, you know, my dad owns a landscape company. He had, you know, he had us when we were young and had changed his life up. So, it, you know, it's a blue collar field. I love the atmosphere. I love how the team went out together all as one group. When I went to other colleges, it was like a click here, click here, yeah. click here. At Maryland, everyone was together. So that was the cool feel about it. So, and I didn't want to be that close to home. And I'm never, I wasn't, I'm not a Penn State guy anyway. Fair. Now, you've obviously had your fair share of championships between college and the PLL. Is for you, would that college championship, is that like your favorite one? Like, do you have a favorite yeah. one? College is my favorite. You put yeah. the time and work in every day with these guys, you know, so it was more meaningful. Not that it's not in the PLL, but you're with those guys a lot more. I lost two with my college team mm -hmm. and I finally got the win one. So, yeah, it means a lot more. It took a lot more time, but. Um, a lot of the guys I play with on the whip snakes, um, they're a lot older than me. So they didn't win a championship. They lost championships at Maryland. So winning a championship with them is special as well. Yeah. Is it weird? Like, cause I know there obviously is a lot of Maryland guys in the league, like not just playing with them, but also playing against people that maybe you're on the same team with at one point. 
Um, yeah, it's definitely weird. You know, you're, you're still so close with all these guys and, you know, even guys I didn't even go to Maryland, like my roommate in Philly's Blazer and he's a goalie for the chaos. I got a lot of best friends in Philly that all play and we all train together. Trevor Baptiste was my roommate last year too. So, um, you know, we're all close off the field and we go out after the games all together and it's fun, but on the game, there's obviously a lot of shit talking. You don't want to get too personal though. Cause that's, I think that's crossing the line when you know some other dirt that you don't, you know, you're not going to do that, but yeah, it's super competitive. And, you know, I hate those guys when I play against them. I don't, they'll say the same thing about me. We are not friendly, but after the game, you know, we do sit out, have a beer or two or seltzer. Yeah. There you, you go. Know. You're yeah. learning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a little bit of a juicier question for you. So do you have a sister? I do not. Okay. So if you had a daughter, then who on your team would you let your daughter date and who would you not let your daughter date? Uh, We just did this on the whip snakes thing. And and I wish I was there because I think like 80% of the guys said they wouldn't pick me, which (laughs) yeah, I I didn't even get to defend myself. Well, that's Um, your chance. Yeah. Make your case. Yeah. Seriously. I think I wouldn't let Joe Nardella date my daughter (laughs) and if I had a daughter I would let uh Zed Williams date my daughter that seems to be a very fair good choice the most genuine genuine human being ever Zed I love him he's awesome and he has two daughters so he's a great dad good guy all around all around great guy I actually not not for Joe Nardella (laughs) Joe Nardella nope don't let your daughters near him no way (laughs) But I recently saw, what is it, when you and Zed are both in the lineup, the Whipsticks are five and one this season. What kind of relationship right. do you guys have, like, on and off the field? And what's it like, like, playing with a player like that? Yeah, Zed's the man. Uh, when he first came in last year, we kind of were like, yo, the ball's in your stick. Um, do what you got to do. You know, go to the net. Don't feel timid. No one's going to care. Mm-hmm. Uh, be a leader out there and you know we have such a good relationship he calls me every week I call him he's always asked about my family and how I'm doing not even lacrosse related and I don't know if you ever got to talk to him yet but if you do get the chance to talk to him this, this weekend try to talk to him for five minutes he's the nicest dude you'll ever meet in your yeah. life um sorry and uh uh you know on the field is crazy we're both big bodies I'm on the left he's on the right we don't really run around people we kind of run <laughs> through our defensemen uh, we have similar play. He always gives me, you know, a lot of confidence and I give him confidence on the field. Um, I think he's the best player, but he'll disagree with that. And he, he's too <laughs> humble to say that, but, you know, he's a game changer. He doesn't celebrate. He does his work and he gets out. He has no social media because he doesn't want that to be a distraction. And he likes spending his free time, not on social media and more with his two daughters, which is kind of awesome to see. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. So uh, you, you talk to him this weekend and give okay. a report on it. And you're going to be like, wow, this dude is unbelievable. And I let, I get to learn a lot about his culture too. I asked him a lot about his culture. He's a native American. Mm-hmm. My old roommate, uh, he was on the whip snakes. His name's Frank Brown. He's a native. They're best friends growing up. So I get to learn a lot about their culture that, you know, as, a white American dude from Philly that we don't really get to yeah. learn about that in school, yeah. which kind of sucks. And, you know, they were here first and we don't get to learn as much as I want to learn. You only hear about the snippets of it and mm-hmm. it's not really the true stuff. So getting 
getting to learn a lot about their culture. I, I was just on the res actually uh, two weeks ago in Buffalo and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's unique. And it's something that you got to experience for yourself. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool that you feel that way too. I'm sure he's happy to be friends with someone who's willing to listen and kind of, you know, <laughs> I change, hope so. change the way that the people like us kind of see things like yeah. that. Um, right. Something I wanted to ask you though, is that if you weren't playing lacrosse, what would you be doing instead? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think a salesman. I like to talk. I talk to everyone. So I'd probably be in sales. And if I could be a professional athlete, I'd be playing golf somewhere just because <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed with golf. I play like every other day. So that's what I would be doing is sales and golf. And that's it. That's the lifestyle. I try to. I'm playing <laughs> tomorrow. I played today. I played on Friday. It's just a lot. <laughs> Um, I think last question from me, how does one become the king of Philadelphia? <laughs> just, I've been there my whole life. I know too many people not <laughs> today. I like eating cheesesteaks and I like the, I like all Philly sports and we don't like any other teams, but I, since I moved down to Jag Jacksonville area, I got a lot of buddies with season tickets. Next time What's we play the Eagles, we're going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go in the stadium. It's going to be too hot, I heard, you know, <laughs> down in September. But yeah, we'll see pool. what we can do. There's a pool? Yeah, there's a pool in the stadium. I don't know. You think it's clean enough? Hell yeah. <laughs> probably pumping that thing with chemicals. Well, definitely. You have to. You got to get in yeah, the pool, man. You got to get in the pool. I'll try it out for you. Hey, right. I do have a question because I was looking at your Twitter. You've never seen Space Jam? Never seen Space Jam, and everyone's like, oh, only watch the Michael one. I'm just, I'm not a big Disney movie guy, I guess, growing up, but. I wouldn't even say it's like uh, Disney. It's just uh, a classic. You can't move to Florida and not like Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I have, I've only been to Disney World one time when I was like three years old. I got to do around the world. I got to see. <laughs> you got to drink around I, the world. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll try it out this week and let you know how it goes. Is it, <laughs> is it the legit Space Jam? The, the first one is fucking incredible. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. You're missing out. You have to watch it. I feel like at this point, you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll try it out for you guys then. Yeah, we'll you see got how to. it goes, and I'll tweet about back. it too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the best Twitter. I, I have bad tweets. <laughs> Well, because I was looking, that was the one that stood out to me. I was like, who the hell hasn't seen Space Jam? Uh, I know. There's more people that hasn't seen it than you think, but they just won't admit it. They're quiet. There's, yeah. they're as they quiet. should be. As they should be. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I'm. do you have anything else? I think I'm good to go. Yeah, I think that was great. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, good luck this weekend. Yeah, good and luck. Yeah, hopefully. That. Hopefully we'll have you back on again. If the Jags play the Eagles, we're going. Um, and next time I'm home, I'll hit you up to go to Lynch's for sure. Sounds good. Go grab a cheesesteak when you're in Philly as well. I will try one. Where I'll should she one. go? Go to uh, Steve Prince's Steaks. See, they don't no? chop okay. up that meat. It's long meat. I get American cheese. I said the cheese whiz is like thicker. Some people do it. I like the American. They have it all melted. They pour it on top. Okay. That's good. If it's a little too far out of the city, it's not, it's in the city, but a little far from the stadium. Mm-hmm. Go to Joe's, go to Jim's. I'll send you a whole list. Yeah, right? I'll say this is a lot. Okay. It's right. just like all first name basis. Yeah. So, hey, thanks for having me on. I yeah. appreciate yeah, thank you girls. You so much. Thanks. Good luck this weekend. All right. I'll see you soon. Go whips. 
Thanks so much to Matt Rambo for joining the show this week. He was an absolutely awesome interview, but I think now we're going to get into a little bit of NFL news. Obviously, this was a huge week for the NFL. Um, All teams had to cut down their rosters to their 53-man squads, and there were a lot of changes that I think people weren't expecting. As a Jags fan, I know there was a few for me, but I think the biggest one and the one that was just talked about everywhere all the time was Cam Newton being released and Mac Jones officially being named the starter. I kind of was annoyed. I I don't, I think that that's the right word at how, I mean, I understand why all like ESPN and everyone like that decided to just focus on that for the day. But I really wanted to hear about other stuff, like who caught who, because like it's such a big Mm -hmm. day in the NFL, but that was just, it took over the media world. Sarah, how'd you feel about it? I was very surprised. I think it was quite literally last week we were saying, like, oh, no, Mm -hmm. Cam Newton's going to be the starter to at least, like, week three, week Mm -hmm. four, whatever. Obviously, the stuff with COVID, like, it did have an effect. I didn't think – because I would love to know how much of an effect it did have on this decision. I don't think that was the only set thing, but Mm -hmm. it almost feels like that was kind of, like, the straw that broke Camel's back here, Mm -hmm. that that was Bill's last last take with it. Like, all right, good luck, good riddance. Yeah, well, they said that it had nothing to do with his vaccination status, but I just don't believe it because at this point, you're kind of having to look at your team as a whole. And I think the vaccination status absolutely does come into play with that. It's like if you get sick, you're out. And the more vaccinated people you have on your team, whether how you feel or not about vaccinations, gives you a better chance to win because you don't have to follow all these protocols and stuff. But he said something I don't know if it was this week or if it was an older take but he straight up said there is not 32 quarterbacks that are better than me right now and I kind of believe that and I'm honestly what shook me the most wasn't that I I, I, it just was the fact that Bill is going to start a rookie that blows my mind Mm -hmm. but I don't think that there are 32 quarterbacks better than Cam Newton so I know that there's a few places that he could wind up I think that he is potentially I mean until there's an injury I'm not sure he'll go somewhere but I know the Texans might be reaching out the Falcons might be reaching out but I I just I don't I don't understand Bill starting a rookie that's just crazy to me no it really is wild to think a 22 year old is going to be quarterback for the Patriots right now just seeing where we were last year where it was like a scramble for a quarterback you know he kind of got Cam Newton at the last second and for a while, we all thought, oh, it's going to be Stidham's year, which, thank Hell fucking no. God, it was not Stidham's year. Like, last year wasn't great, but I don't think it would have been miserable. It would have been straight up unwatchable. But, yeah, I am very interested to see how it works out having a 22-year-old quarterback. I don't think anyone's used to seeing something like that under Bill, at least. Totally. Yeah, I saw something on ESPN today. I don't remember who said it, but I kind of agree with it. It's kind of a lot of people thought that it was an absurd take, but I don't think so. I really, it's driving me nuts. I can't remember who said it, but someone said that an Alabama quarterback is kind of as good as they're going to get when they come into the league. They don't really get that much better after that. And I've said for a long time on other podcasts, on you know shows that I've been on, whatever, that I think that Alabama is obviously, or the SEC in general, is the most NFL-ready talent that I think that you're going to get. But I kind of believe mm-hmm. that. I mean, if you look historically at all these Alabama quarterbacks that have come out of there, even to attack Viloa, like 
they they kind of that is as good as they can they're gonna get like they might learn how to deal with the NFL a little bit better but they don't really progress the same way that you see some of these other guys progress and I don't know I think that is this the best Mac Jones that we're gonna get I think he turns 24 the fourth so he'll be 24 years old right 23 24 24 I think so yeah I mean is I this, think he's gonna be 23 is he gonna be 23 23 24 yeah I know his birthday is like September 4th or whatever but is this is this the best we're gonna see him be? I mean, as a Patriots fan, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think that there's enough depth and enough talent to. I I think they are now potentially able to get out of the AFC now, just because if you start Cam Newton, you can go to Mac Jones. You can't mm-hmm. start Mac Jones and go to Cam Newton. So I don't True. hate the move, but I do believe Cam Newton that there are not 32 quarterbacks in the NFL that are better than him. I mean, he was an MVP, went to a Super Bowl, all that kind of stuff. Like, clearly the talent's there. I mean, want, he look at him at Auburn. I mean, the guy, the guy's a quarterback, but I just, I, I don't know. I was shocked. I, I was shocked. I wholeheartedly expected them to start Cam and eventually three games down the line maybe go to Mac Jones. So I, I was shocked there for sure. Well, it's interesting now just looking at the AFC East, how young all the quarterbacks are in that division. Totally. Who's What's the oldest? 25, I think? Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be crazy, and I think it's going to be kind of a bloodbath to get out of it. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. But um, the Bucks announced today that their team is fully vaccinated, players, coaches, and staff. And honestly, I have to say that I am kind of shocked that Tom Brady is fully vaxxed. Well, I saw someone make a tweet today that was like, if Tom Brady doesn't put tomatoes into his body, but he can get the vaccination, you can get vaccinated. I was like, mm, we got the point there. That <laughs> is so true. I didn't even think about that, but that's the best tweet I've ever heard. I didn't think that Alex Guerrero would be like, yeah, sure, Tom, get vaccinated. But thank God he is. I mean, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Even Leonard Fournette's vaccinated. That's wild. Like, anyone after the FDA and Tom, if it's good enough for the FDA and it's good enough for Tom Brady, it is good enough for you. Facts. And I At believe that. At ye- oh, my God, dude. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into the Reds. Should we just talk about the Red Sox now? Yeah, I I have been like, oh, I'm not watching the Red Sox anymore. I'm not watching but every single day, I wake up to a new notification. Like, oh, this player got tested for positive. Xander Bogarts gets pulled in the middle of the game. Like, there's no bullpen. It's just like Garrett Whitlock alone walking out there. I'm so fucking sick of it. And they're one of only seven teams in Major League Baseball that have not hit that 85% mm-hmm. threshold. I'm like, seriously? You just can't. You can't just go fucking get it. Like, mm-hmm. even just the Johnson Johnson just one and done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this, was it last week or the week before, that at some point this fall with the rise in COVID cases going up and people, you know, even vaccinated people are starting to test positive. It's like this was going to affect teams at some point very drastically. It was just a matter of who and when. And it sucks that the Red Sox are in that group of people because I I thought that they would have gotten it together by now. But, I mean, here we are. Did you – um, did you hear Haim today talking about he how he didn't want anything to be turned into like a COVID press conference? Yeah, did you, yesterday he was like, I wish everyone was vaccinated. Like I'm kind of mm-hmm. pissed or not. I was like, good for you. Yeah, good <laughs> for him. Good for him. You know what? This season, 
I have respected that man more and more every week. Every single week, all season long. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. And you know what? We talked about this, too. The way that the Red Sox have been playing is not his fault. And the people who are blaming him are absolutely stupid. And now it's it's not it, – it falls back on the players again for not doing their duty as an American uh, and as a teammate to get vaccinated. No, yeah. I have grown to love Bloom. I feel bad for him right now. I think he got stuck in a situation that – has nothing to do with him. I don't understand the argument that could be made that, oh, the sun bloom. Like, he's not out there batting. He's not out there running the bases like Christian Vasquez. <laughs> like, he's not like, hey, go do this. Like, you can only do so much from his position. And I think he's made all the right moves, to be honest. I do, too. He put together a great roster. And you know what? They were the number one team in baseball at one point, And they've gotten even better since then. So, I, I just, there's there's no excuse for me here. There's absolutely zero excuse. Like I said, if it's good enough for Tom Brady, it's good enough for you. <laughs> I'm actually kind of mad at you, though, because we're going to go back to the Mac Jones conversation for a second because I just read this and I don't know why. Kendra matched with a Mac Jones lookalike definitely <laughs> has a type. Okay, first of all. He is so not my type because I feel like we look like siblings. I don't even know why I find this kid attractive, but I do like a lot. <laughs> And I, like, he's hilarious, but he's definitely not my type because my type is, like, guys who have mullets and mustaches and drive a minivan. Like, they look like they listen to Def Leppard, but they don't listen to Def Leppard. Like, that's my type. So, the fact that you, Mac Jones, and this boy all look the same (laughs) makes it seem like I have a type. Yeah, you do. Oh, my God. Are you saying I'm into you, Sarah? She just looked at me and flipped me off. That's amazing. <laughs> no, okay. I don't I don't think Mac Jones is attractive though. Like I don't like his personality. I think Excuse he has Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, fuck it. Okay, I'm being honest. I'm not attracted to Mac Jones. He has a dad bod. I don't like so his personality. So you don't think I'm attractive? You don't have a dad bod and your personality <laughs> rocks. So, those those are my two issues with Mac Jones. Like I, and every okay, time I okay. say his name, I just want to be like Mac Jones. That's all I want to think about. Um, but no, I'm just, I don't know. Dad bods are not my type. Okay, I sent Sarah a picture of this kid, and okay. he, he's cute. He looks better than Mac Jones, I think. But he does look like Mac Jones. He doesn't I think, think so. Cute. Yeah, he is cuter than Mac Jones. He doesn't think he looks like him, but I'm like, brother, you absolutely look like Mac Jones. No, they look like they could, maybe not twins, but definitely relationships like brothers cousins close first cousins not even like distant cousins first cousins i mean i think that they kind of look like brothers just one has a dad bod and one doesn't (laughs) like genuinely oh he plays lacrosse sarah there you go there you go okay all right also play lacrosse we're a lacrosse family me and my mac jones and mac jones Mac, mac jones yep there we go i'm just getting into lacrosse for for the squad um, all right. What the fuck happened with Bishop Sycamore? I'm obsessed. Okay. Every detail that comes out, I love more and more of it. <laughs> I never, I wish we didn't find out because I wish it would have gone on longer so we could get more content. <laughs> I have been, okay, I'm, I've read all the things, but I am still confused as fuck about how this happened. I, cause I read somewhere that someone was like, this isn't the only place that this is happening. They're like, there's plenty of places like this, but the funniest, well, it's not funny. Obviously injuries are never funny, but one, this team sucked. Like this is a bunch of like 30 plus year olds that are playing high schoolers 
and they were losing so bad all the fucking time. But two, one of them, he's like 36, tore his ACL in mm-hmm. a game. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're tearing your ACL in a high school game? Yeah. As a 36-year-old? That's pretty fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like, that's funny. Yeah. I'll, I hope the best for him. I hope he feels better. But, like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> I saw a tweet about, and someone was like, bishop sycamore like staff fired or whatever and it was like how did they have like fake staff fire their other fake staff how does like fake things fire fake stuff and i was just like that makes no sense but that makes so much sense did you see the one that was like aunt becky from full house yes oh my god dude principal this is nuts like how okay i want to know how did espn even approve this like how did they like how how i don't understand like do you not have a spe- like it's ESPN? Yeah, do I know. Do not have a specific department that's like, oh, let's do some research. Like we're putting this game on TV. Did you do no background research? Yeah, and I did. They applied and like faked their stats and stuff like that, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they like applied to like be. Well, I just I don't understand. And I think that apparently there was like some school that had like a similar name that was really like renowned for football or like their athletics or something, which is like maybe why ESPN was just like okay, it seems like a bougie private school or like prep school or yeah. whatever. But I mean, holy crap! Like, and and the thing is that this will not affect ESPN at all it doesn't matter how many injuries how fake it was how little research whatever it's just like everyone's just kind of blipped over it already it was like this was talked about for half an hour and then the cam newton and mac jones news came out and espn was just like okay yeah we don't worry about it anymore we're fine everyone switched their attention to something else have you ever watched parks and rec um no but i see a lot of memes about parks and rec ESPN reminds me of there's this one quote from Parks and Rec. Leslie Nope said she was like, "Oh, I hope one day to like be a, like a white sen- white male senator and never have to suffer any consequences for my actions." I feel that's like ESPN. They will never have to suffer any consequences. Absolutely. They just keep rolling. Absolutely. The amount of stories that come out of ESPN about misogyny and like this and like how shitty it is to be an employee at ESPN. It doesn't matter. People will always want to be there. It's the same as Barstool, just the name and like the culture that they pretend yeah. to have. It's it's all the same bullshit. It's all the same. It's all the fucking same. But this was insane. I hope this never happens again just because like people did get hurt and like this could potentially be dangerous, you know what I mean? And like maybe even like cost people scholarships. Yeah. Yeah, this was like so fucked. Um I hope they learned their lesson. I hope all these other news networks learn their lesson. Um soccer, Sarah, doing that soccer. Doing huh. we have no Boston Tea Party this week, don't we? We don't have a Boston Tea Party. Holy crap. Sorry, people. We didn't even I didn't even think about it, did you? I don't no, know. there's really I feel like there's been so much sports news, but yeah. so little like ooh, like nothing that piqued my interest at least. Yeah, I don't have any gossip. All right. Well, there's sorry people, there's no gossip this week other than like Ronaldo going back to Manchester United. Um I was not I mean, I wasn't shocked. Like I knew it was I I'm pretty sure it was between United and City at one point. And obviously, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to go back to United. Like, that's, that's like, where he became Ronaldo, in my opinion. I know you aren't that into soccer, and you don't really have an opinion. Have you, have you watched any Burnley games? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wake up early to watch them. Not all the time. Sometimes they're on at noon. At noon. Noon. Oh, Sarah. It's okay. I'm going to watch the Whipsticks <laughs> this weekend for you, so... 
and and our and our guest I don't yes and our guest gotta watch it um but yeah so Ronaldo I'll talk about this Ronaldo went back to United I don't think I was shocked not a Ronaldo fan I know a lot of people are gonna hate that take um at least the team's gonna be better I think that you know obviously it's gonna help the offense and the maturity of the team and all that kind of stuff and he's you know coming home whatever but Ronaldo's back I feel like that also got overshined too because of all the football news and stuff and Americans just don't give a shit about soccer but it was a big deal it's a big deal there's been lots of moves this offseason things are happening um but yeah Ronaldo I feel like United United's got to take it home now and if they don't that's a major L for for the club Sarah any any closing thoughts on Ronaldo um. I, I wish I had. I'm like trying to like Ronaldo. Like I know the name. <laughs> oh my God, Sarah. Oh my Atlanta. Ronaldo. I'm an ignorant American. Okay, I am an ignorant American. I hey, know I am. <laughs> at least you know it. At least you know it. Um, ignorant Americans. Let's talk about Kanye West. Have you listened to Donda? I have listened to Donda, and I love it. Actually. You love it? I love it. Yeah. Okay, why? I didn't like I liked it the first like listen through mm-hmm. and I honestly because I looked at like I was like oh my god 27 tracks like this is gonna take a while to go mm-hmm. through like this, you have to dedicate some time mm-hmm. but everyone's like no no it's worth it it's worth it whatever and the first like the first few tracks I was like okay I did like jail so that I do like that it. one yeah by the end of it I was like no like I really like this and now I've been like regularly listening to it I love it I think it's I wouldn't say it's his best album by far no. but like it's up there as one of my favorites. Damn. Okay. I don't love it. Like, the songs that I like, I like. Like, I like Jail. Um, I like... Oh, God. There's a few songs. I haven't... There's so many that I'm trying to remember their names. Um, I like Off the Grid. And the one of... Is it Something About God? I like that one. Not the part two, just the original one. I like those three. Everything else, like... That's what I was saying. I was talking to my friend Clara about this. I was like, it's not... I'm not going to throw it on while I'm just hanging out. I'm not going to throw it on at a party. Mm-hmm. There's a couple songs that I'll listen to. Yeah. And I understand why the album as a whole is art or whatever the kids are into these days. But, like, I, I get it. I get it. I understand why it's artistic and stuff. But it's like... Like I said, I'm just... I'm not going to really throw it on anywhere except for maybe jail. Like, I might throw that on, like, a party playlist or something. But other than that, like, it's not something I would just throw on to listen to or throw on at a pregame or whatever. Um, I feel like I was just, I don't know. It was fine. I liked it. I didn't hate it. It was okay. You know, I definitely think it has the time and the place. Like you said, it's not really a party album. That would mm-hmm. be a lot of dedication. And also, it's just not a party theme. But I think if you're going to, like, sit down and really listen to it, like, I've been listening to a lot, like, before I go to bed, just, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, I don't know. It's kind of, like, peaceful. I like okay. it. Or, like, if I'm driving around, okay. I like listening to it. I think it's peaceful. All right. Heard that. All right. Well, there you go. Um, Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think so I've listened to it twice from start to finish. And then, like, I've listened to a couple of the songs here and there. But but I'll give it I'll give it another listen through. I mean, no, no harm, no foul. Um, But Sarah, do you have any tweets of the week? I got to go through and find mine. I have some fun ones. Say, I need to pick up mine. I need to find it, actually. All right. Let's let's find <laughs> our tweets of the week. I would say I just have one, and just because it was kind of particularly rude. Actually, no, I have two, and they both come from guys named Brad. Wow. So, okay. Actually, I have them both up right now. Okay. So, I made a tweet earlier this week that I'm going to be transitioning from baseball coverage to lacrosse, mainly. Mm-hmm. 
just because that's what I found I enjoyed. I found I have more room to grow in that way. And to be honest, people are a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. So I, again, made that announcement. I'm like, don't expect as much baseball. It's going to be a lot more lacrosse. If you want to hop off board, go ahead, whatever. This guy named Brad doesn't follow me. I know he's tweeted at me a few times before. Quote retweets me and was like, oh, I guess the market for inaccurate articles about the Montreal Expos have dried up. I wrote an article, I think it was back in April, when there's like rumblings about, oh, like the A's might not get their stadium back next year. They might have to relocate, whatever. And so I made for picture lists, like a list, like it was complete, like, it was not serious work. Like it was me being like, oh, we could go to Nashville because I like Nashville. Like nothing serious. List of 10 places. And I mentioned the Montreal Expos. I was like, they could go back to Montreal. Like Montreal could use a baseball team, whatever. And in this article, I made a grave mistake and put that the last um, Montreal Expos winning season was like 1975 or something. And Mm -hmm. I think it was maybe 96. I don't know. I still wasn't alive. Keep Mm -hmm. putting it at that. Mm-hmm. And he, so I responded, I was like, you're seriously still like holding on to this grudge. And at the time he commented on my article, he's like, this is so inaccurate about the expos. I'm like, it's one fucking sentence. I'm so sorry. I'll go back and fix it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Still holds on to this grudge years later, not years later, months later. And I like called him out. I was like, dude, relax. Sorry. I made a mistake. Like whatever. I wasn't alive. I don't remember the expos ever playing. I'm like 12. Yeah. <laughs> then he was like oh like he has this like friends come at me and they're like oh yeah brad like she doesn't have yeah, a time brad. machine you can't expect her to know that she was like dude you're the one like holding a grudge because i made a minor mistake like do you know how pathetic and miserable you sound yeah <laughs> and then i was like this is what i miss most about baseball you guys are so nice <laughs> oh my god love you guys so much jesus christ <laughs> you are fucking pricks that's like the epitome of baseball <laughs> mm-hmm. right there yes then my other reply from another brad in response to the same tweet because again everyone gets that people were butthurt about this i lost over 100 followers i'm like <gasps> damn oh my god that's kind of a lot Right? And what part of me was like, oh, you are only following me for my baseball knowledge? Okay. <laughs> Go off. I was like, all right. That makes me feel kind of important. But I was like, all right, fuck you. Mm-hmm. So this guy, another Brad responds, inside tip. You really need to concentrate on things besides lacrosse. Most people don't care about it. And even more, don't consider it a sport. Okay, thank me later. Thumbs up laughing emoji. And I just respond, inside tip. I don't care what you think I should do, Brad. Thumbs up emoji. What the fuck? (laughs) I saw that and I love how you put Brad in all capitals to really get across the point that his name is Brad. That was the second within an hour of these two. I'm like, the Brads are coming at me today. The Brads will Brad. The Brads will absolutely Brad. Well, damn. Also, lacrosse isn't a sport. I was like, dude, what are you even saying? I understand if you aren't interested in lacrosse, whatever. Fine, yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? It's mm-hmm. not a sport. Yeah, that's absurd. <laughs> yeah. Are those your, is, is that all you have this week? Those, those are my two big Damn. ones. Damn. All right. Well, you had more than me last week, and I have a few this week. Um, My first favorite one was when I had this chipmunk, and <laughs> some guy named Jim tweeted me, and he goes, when you gave it mouth to mouth, the chipmunk was already in heaven. Great job, by the way. Uh, thanks. Like, I did not give this chipmunk mouth to mouth, but, like, go off, okay? Um, 
earlier this week I tweeted, holy shit, I'm officially a mass hole. And it got like 350 likes. And someone responded and goes, are you texting and driving? Are you cutting people off in traffic? You go, girl. <laughs> like, technically I'd be tweeting and driving, first of all. Yeah. But also, like, you go, girl. All right, cool. Thanks, Mark. Um, I got, oh, I had your Brad tweet as my favorite. This is my favorite tweet. This is my favorite tweet. This is, I have three more okay. after this, but this one is my favorite. Some guy messages me on Instagram this week. This is a little long, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to read it for the people. Okay, okay. Good evening, Kendra. Came across your Bumble profile. Very attractive. It looks like you are a very busy woman and time is precious. We are a fun couple. No, not swingers. LOL. But open to a unique connection with the right woman. Friendship, if it were to evolve. Everything is hockey in this household, as well as fun nights out or in. We travel a lot. Just got back from Cozumel a week ago, Aruba and Punta Cana in the last three years. We also have a dog. Anyway, we are pretty normal. Except we like to be immature and are a bit more adventurous in life. Ha ha! If a friendship sounds interesting, the rest can either the rest can either fall into place or not, and that's okay with us. Would be fun to just have a new friend to hang out with us. Thanks for reading, and if you want any info f- pics, feel free to ask Sarah and Carrie. I think I was just asked to be in a thruple. I was like, I, they just want to be your friends. I do not believe that for a hot second. Yeah, like I can't tell if you want to be my friend or you guys want to fuck my brains out. What just happened? <laughs> like what? I'm sorry. Um, that was my favorite one this week, but other favorite tweets. So I guess apparently Soulja Boy did a song with Kanye for Donda. (laughs) Did you see this? Oh, I was following this so closely. Holy shit. So I'm not going to say a few words in these tweets, but I will read them. Soulja Boy tweeted Kanye West and said, you pussy. You really wore that Trump hat too. You did a lot of corny shit in your career and got a pass. Bitch ass word I'm not gonna say. <laughs> Apologize to Taylor Swift at Kanye West. And then he tweeted him again. He says, If you would have ran on stage and snatched a mic from my hand, I would have knocked your ass out live on MTV <laughs> at Kanye West. And then he tweets again and he goes, I wanna fight. Do you know how to fight at Kanye West? I feel like you a hoe. Let's get in the ring. Question mark. Favorite thing that has ever, 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 ever been tweeted. Ever. And then my uh almost last favorite thing i have two more (laughs) this was a busy week for me on twitter apparently okay okay um someone called dodgers life tweeted me so shout out to them you'll be okay shoddy oh this is about the chipmunk he's in heaven but just know you're also from heaven because you're a god-given angel sent to bless this earth a true goddess we're just all peasants in the presence of your highness princess i agree with you thank you dodgers life even though i fucking hate the dodgers yeah. And then my last thing I want to talk about. So I tweeted last week that I wanted to be a part of Jaguars Twitter really bad because I do. And that also was a tweet that popped off for no reason. But I'm not complaining about it. Anyways, so there I guess there's this guy who hosts like a Jaguars podcast named Dilla. And all of his fans keep tweeting me about him. And it's like anytime I say anything, they're like, at E. Dilla. At Edilla, like, I heard he has a huge dick. Like, oh, my God, he saved my cat from a tree last week. Hate things for... I saw this. Yes. And so that's been going on for, like, a week. And then this morning I tweeted about, like, that guy breaking into my house. And someone was like, damn, Dilla's moving fast. So I said, sup, (laughs) at Dilla. And he goes, sup. And I said, have a great day. And he goes, you too. And then all these people started blowing up, like, thanks for saving my cat from this tree or whatever. (laughs) And it's like, I don't know who this guy is or what podcasts he hosts, but he has mad fans, bro, that, like, are just tweeting me on behalf of this guy. So (laughs) now I just want to be a part of Jag's Twitter even more. 
Well, we should have him on the podcast. You need to find out who he is, what his deal is, and we should have him on. <laughs> well, okay. So the drama continues. Okay. I DM'd him on Twitter and was like, something like, you have some hardcore followers, ha ha ha. And he was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can be at any games this year. And I was like, yeah, I'm going week one to Houston. Are you going? And he was like, yeah. So I think the Dilla guy and I are going to meet up. So <laughs> when and if we do, I'll get a selfie with infamous Dilla. For the people. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find I him in Houston. Wait. Romance. Romance. I would say that's the start of a love story, potentially. Me and me and Dilla. I have no idea who you are or what you look like, but the internet approves, so I guess that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's it's, all we need. Yeah, I guess it's safer than, like, going on, like, a Bumble date or a Hinge date or whatever. So, like, fuck it. Internet. Romance. Isn't that how it all starts these days anyway? Like, th- okay, the kid, the, the kid that looks like Mac Jones saw me on hinge and he was like oh my god i follow you on twitter it's that guy it's that guy that we talked about like week one yeah haven't met him just you know mac jones over here um but anyways that's that's our show sarah do you have any closing remarks um everyone should watch i know football whatever everyone should still watch the pll game sunday because it's playoff lacrosse and it's fun and exciting and it's only two games and the winners move on to the championship September 19th, and that comes at, like, 1230. So everyone keeps saying, like, oh, I want to get into lacrosse. Do it. Do it this weekend. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, my closing remark, I want to give a huge shout-out to Matt Rambo for joining us today. Awesome interview. So shout-out to him. Good luck to the Whip Snakes this weekend. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Kendra Middleton and on Twitter, Kenny with an I Middleton. Sarah, where can the people find you? at skg underscore 18 all right hell yeah thanks for listening everybody if you still are um keep sipping and we'll see you next week but you priceless superwoman no sidekick dress game like science girl you all plus no minus wake up in the morning check the time and then the vibes move peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh tell them no free sample if they ever want to try gotta buy the whole damn pie if you ever want to slice that's the truth only tell the truth what the hell you do you got that juice fresh squeeze too cute i can tell you new and it ain't just you girl it ain't just you it's your whole damn crew got the haters on mute because they love that view keep looking at you ain't nothing new this is not their world they know you run the city every town every borough they know you keep it real keep it classy keep it thorough with sundays up for the boys the saturdays for the girls get them girl get them Cause this is not their world They know you run the city Every town, every borough They know you keep it real Keep it classy, keep it thorough With Sundays up for the boys With Saturdays for the girls Get them girl, get them girl uh. <laughs> It's Saturday, y'all uh. Saturdays and Celsius <laughs> With your hosts Kendra and Sarah Uh Y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track.